That's key, right? You gotta keep it in one piece. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. I'm Joe Chisholm, along with a special guest right here in the RTR studio. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We got a good one all lined up for you tonight. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show. Better turn my volume up a little bit so you can hear me. Uh, it, we're gonna start tonight's show out in Eastern Canada with a driver that was doing a lot of uh, cars tour racing last year. We did see him up here in Canada a couple of times, uh, but he was both sides of the border and did a dynamite job. His name is Austin McDonald, drives to the number 13 uh, for King Racing, and uh, does a dynamite job. I thought, man, it's just about time to check in with Austin tonight and find out how the plans are coming for 2024. I want to say the last time we had him on was in the fall last year as he was wrapping up a couple of races down south, uh, which he did a fantastic job. Pretty well guaranteed that if Austin McDonald was in the actual race, uh, he was going to be somewhere in that top 10. Uh, He did uh, a real good job, got a couple of W's, and we're going to check in with Austin McDonald here tonight. We'll also catch up with Glenn Styers. Of course, Glenn... Oswegian Speedway, GSR, uh, he was at the Chili Bowl, uh, the 38th annual Chili Bowl. If uh, if you didn't watch that, I think it'd be a good idea for you to go back to Flow Racing and watch it. Uh, what a week of racing. Uh, it was amazing. And Glenn Styers probably had the best Chili Bowl outing that I've seen Glenn have in a number of years, we had lots of Canadians. I shouldn't say lots. We had some Canadians down there. Uh, we had Robbie Price, also from BC. He did a great job last night, advancing up through. Uh, but there was 365 cars in total on the property, and they had to whittle it all down to come up with the ultimate uh, 55-lap race uh, to uh, to settle the Chili Bowl. And it was quite just an amazing week. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of cars flipping and flying. Uh, a lot of advancements. Uh, it was just amazing. But Glenn Styers was one of those guys out there, uh, and he did a great job. He didn't make the A main, uh, but he did make quite a few features in the process of trying to make that A main for Saturday night's uh, Golden Driller. Uh, but we'll catch up with Glenn tonight. At least we're hoping to. Uh, Glenn and Chantel on their way back, actually. Uh, and, uh, you know, leaving the Chili Bowl. They ended up uh, in Texas this afternoon. So we're hoping that he lands in Toronto and then uh, can zoom in with us here in our number one. Also coming on the show tonight, you'll remember last fall, and throughout the course of last summer, there was a young hot shoe here in Ontario, and his name was Chase Pensano. And you'll remember that uh, right towards the end of the summer, he signed a big deal for 2024. He'll be running in Carson Hosevar's number 14 car 
south of the border this year. We didn't see him in the APC series this year. And young Chase has got a very, very bright future. He's going to go racing in one week. Uh, and probably a little a tick less than one week now. Uh, he'll be racing next Saturday. But Chase is going to join the show tonight. We're going to catch up with him, uh, find out how everything is coming along. And uh, it, the butterflies are going to be flying for this youngster, getting ready to uh, really step out on the uh, the big stage from a late model side down south. And uh, he's going to turn a lot of heads, I can guarantee you. Also coming up in hour number two, off to Canada's West Coast. We're going to go, and we're going to check in with Corey Mears, driver of the 72 Pro Late Model out there. Uh, narrowed Corey down. I've been trying to get him on for a few weeks. Uh, he's been a busy guy, he and the family, out doing different things. And I believe I've got him nailed down, and he's going to join us here in hour number two. And we'll talk 2024 with Corey Mears. But what do you say I tell you? our special guest is here in the studio this guy is very involved in canadian racing he has been for a number of years uh, and he will be again this summer he's uh, worked with a lot of predominant teams and uh, you may even know him uh, it, it doesn't matter where you are in canada i but if you've been in the pit area you've seen this guy his name is donald reinhardt donald what's going on buddy thanks for jumping in here tonight so far yeah 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 uh, so well you ready for 2024 you got lots coming or what uh lots on the go um still got a few phone calls we're waiting to tidy some things up um back with djk racing castro edge dodge for another season i'm gonna help him for the whole year take care of some rental car stuff for him too um gonna do some stuff with uh glenn styers trayton lapsovich we'll see what happens from there yeah, and you're a busy guy. Make no mistake, uh, when you aren't with one of those drivers here in the province of Ontario or across the country, uh, you get events like the Snowball Derby pop up. And uh, sure enough, you're down there working in the garage area, taking the, doing tire specialist or spotting, or you've always seemed to got a job down there. Yeah, everyone pretty well keeps me busy, so... I enjoy doing the tire thing, especially down south. I learn a ton down there. You get to work with some pretty cool guys. Uh, Ryan Priest was beside me this year in tire jail at the Snowball. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Get to talk with him, hang out a little bit, uh, bounce ideas back and forth. That's that's really awesome. Now, were you at Speed Weeks last year? I was. I was there with um, Glenn Styers. Um, we ran four or five nights down there. And then uh, he had some other things to do, so we got <laughs> flown home. <laughs> things happen right that's it but he did good a couple of the top tens um at the end of the week was really really racy um we're passing cars high low working the track really good communication was key him and i work really well together so much to learn right as a driver at a speedway uh, especially when you get into a place like new Smyrna speedway very fast uh you're 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 really racing against guys especially speed weeks uh, you're racing against probably some of the best competitors, if not the best competitors, in your respective division uh, from right across North America. And there's a lot to pick up on, a lot to learn. There, there's tons to learn. You, you never stop. If, if you sit down to relax, you're missing something there. Um, whether it's from tire jail, watching cars roll through tech, looking, grabbing some ideas that someone else did, you, your, your head doesn't stop spinning down there. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, busy stuff, busy, and it's going to be another one. By the sounds of it this year, you're going to head back, right? Uh, right now, as far as I know, we're going down. Um, hopefully, we'll have a final answer tomorrow, uh, <laughs> maybe even tonight. Yeah. So. Well, we'll try. Yeah, we'll, we're going to have we'll, the we'll boss We'll see what on. he says when we phone him later. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Speed Weeks is just gets you pumped for the entire year. It's, you know, your your mental, you're ahead of everyone else when, when the season starts. You're already in your game. Yeah, and, well, that's the thing. You go down and run New Smyrna for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. I can tell you, you're going to end up with just about, if not a three-quarters of a season on that race car and on that crew. Uh, by the time you get done Speed Weeks, you've got a ton of laps around there, whether it be practice, feature racing. Uh, you got just about three-quarters of a season under your belt before you head home. It's very true, and you should have all, by the time you get home from there, your car should be pretty well ready to go for up here. You've worked out all your bugs. You've got your team in place where they need to be, who's doing what job. You know, hopefully you've explained everything to get the people to that spot before the season starts up here so you're ready to go, and people get a chance to work on the car over the winter and, you know, more team positive stuff out of it. Yeah. Now, the race car probably needs a little bit of work after running speed weeks down there. Uh, you'd want to go over that with the fine tooth comb. Yeah. It's a full service when you get back. It's freshen the motor, go through the tranny, rebuild the rear ends. Uh, a lot of guys, uh, quick change in the late models. So you're just checking bearings and going through it, getting it ready. All new brakes, rotors, you know. So you're still doing a full service, but the team that you took to Florida is now ready to do all that stuff and step up. Yeah, they're going to gel right, yeah. right about then. Yeah, too cool. We'll talk more yeah. about that in just a bit. I do see on the Zoom line our first guest of the night. It is Austin McDonald, driver of the number 13 King Freight Machine. Whoop, King Racing. I do it every time. What's going on, Austin? Happy New Year, buddy. <laughs> Happy New Year, Joe. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. Did you have a good holiday? We did. Um, we actually just got back about a week ago from Florida. We took the uh, took the family down and and had a little vacation from from work, and and now we're back home. But Look it's good to be you. back. Did you take the race car with you, or was this a genuine holiday? This was a, a true vacation, no racing, just a little bit of beach, and and we went over to Disney for a day, and and just kind of take a breather from everything, and and now we're back to work, and working on the race car now and, and getting everything ready and prep for the season. Yeah. Well, hey, and uh, let's start with a look back at 2023. You, Austin, had a very, very busy summer last year. Uh, you started it out real early, uh, right around this time of the year, right? Yeah, we did. Um, the car store started very early last year, and, and that was kind of our first our first race, I believe it was maybe March, I think, it was the first race and, and um, followed that all the way through right to the end of the year. We had our struggles at the start of the year and, and then some better runs towards the end of the year, kind of kind of like the previous year, really. Um, but regardless, it was a good season and, and I feel like the most I took out of it was just my racecraft and, and being in traffic and running week in, week out with the same guys and just and really advancing myself i feel like and, and getting better um learning more on the cars i mean every time i race and, and work in the shop i learn more and more and one thing that was really awesome this year is i got to work with my grandfather more um at home the last i'd say the last three or four races of the season um i mean the guys that are at the king shop too at the at the king competition shop they kind of help us out with setup and and work through the week and then my grandfather the last few races kind of 
took it over and, and really tried out some new stuff. And, and I think we had a lot of fun, just the two of us really working on it together. And I mean, we were, we were on the setup plate for quite a few hours some days, but <laughs> it just, it was a lot of fun and, and really good to be able to work with him and our whole team. And Austin's grandfather is Rolly McDonald, of course, from out in uh, out in the Maritimes there, out in Nova Scotia, Pictou County, I believe. Isn't that where your grandfather's from, Pictou County? It is, Pictou. Um, yeah, he's lived here all his life, and, and he's very proud to be here and, and live here. And it just, I mean, we're all just a big a big family organization and I mean our, our town and our county backs us very well and and it's just it's great to be able to race here. Well we've got the name Junior Hanley of course Junior uh, kind of synonymous right across the country so is Rowley uh, but you know Ontario would have had Junior Hanley and uh, of course Rowley McDonald was the Junior Hanley of the East Coast of Canada. Donald, how about it? You, you know Rolly McDonald. Oh, you know a that great name. Guy. I, every chance I get to see him, I always go over, say hello, shoot the breeze with him. Um, last trip I seen him was uh, North Wilkesboro. Yeah. So I went over and talked to him. I was there helping Albert Francis. And during the rainstorm, I went over to see Rolly. And just, just a knowledgeable guy, great guy to have around. And he's truly a class act at the racetrack. Yeah, he knows. He's been there, done that, and uh, uh, really exciting. I know Austin, standing with Rowley, uh, don't know whether it was last year. No, it was two years ago. And uh, watching the 13 come sailing through, and it, to see the excitement in Rowley's face, of course, that was his car. That was he, It still is. Doesn't matter whether you're in that race car or, uh, you know, we, we've seen Cassius in that car for a number of years. Rolly is still driving that car, even though he's standing in the pits. He is. Um, it's it's just really great to be able to to have his support and his backing and, and his knowledge really behind the whole operation too, because he's one of the smartest people I've met in racing and and just really setup wise and and like you mentioned, he's driven for so many years that I'm able to get out of the car and and discuss what the car feels like what it's doing and he's able to wrap his mind around that too because he has driven so long um i wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe do some test laps and and i know he keeps saying he wants to get out to race this year so he's got another car at, at home now that we've been working on and hopefully be able to work on this winter um the next few months and get it and get it prepped so he can get out this year and, and do some testing and Maybe hopefully see him in a race too. I know he's I know he's itching bad for it. So. Jumping out the bit. It wasn't that long ago, Austin, and he was in a race. I remember uh, he had some kind of difficulty. I don't know whether he had uh, got, got burned feet or something. I can't remember what it was exactly, but uh, lo and behold, Rolly was in a race car, and I'm not talking that many years ago, like a couple of years ago, and he was at Riverside and. There's Rolly out there, and he was doing laps, man. He was going. Yep, and uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, as much as he'd like to get out this year, and, and he'll probably try to make it happen, and so will I. I, um, I mean, he's, the last few years, he's even been out in my car testing a little bit, too, and, I mean, the biggest problem is I'm about, what, a foot and a half shorter than him, so it's, <laughs> it's a little tighter squeeze, but um, he loves it and just loves the sport, and, and so do I and, and my father. I mean, our whole, our whole family just loves the sport from from top to bottom and i think that's what makes it special for me is that it's just the the team ourselves is just our family really and i mean we get a few awesome guys to help us um i mean mike and and we even had uh 
We even had Daryl Meyer from up home spot for me this year at, at uh, Riverside in Scotia, and it was great to have him as part of the organization this year and, and help. Well, I can tell you, we're with Austin McDonald, of course, out in Canada's East Coast, out in Nova Scotia. We're talking 2023 for a minute. Now we're going to talk about 2024. And I got to say, Austin, uh, your parents have planted you in the rich part of the uh, fertilizer because, my friend, you are sprouting up and shooting up. Every time I see you, you've gained a little bit of age on you. Uh, and a little bit of size, I can see you really maturing. And I know you're maturing uh, uh, behind the race car, behind the, the, the steering wheel. Your results are showing it. How is 2024 shaping up for you, bud? Um, I think it's it's still in the stages of, of what's going to happen right now is really what we're looking at. Um, we just got the car out of the trailer the other day and, and inside, and we're going to get her up on jack stands hopefully this week and start to really tear it apart and, and go over it for next year. It wasn't really in bad shape from last year. We had some pretty strong runs at the end of the year at home, so... Next year, well, actually this year, I guess it's yeah. <laughs> it's already 2024, but um, definitely plans like look like we're going to run around here in the Maritimes mostly. Um, I'm not sure if that's part of a series or not. Um, we always talked about running a series, but it just it's so tough when you want to branch out because I know we still want to run some pass races this year. And even hopefully, I mean, some Cars Tour, some Blizzard Series races that we, we like to keep in the back, so... Uh, back of our minds and so majority we will race in the maritimes this year um i'm sure you'll see us at, at all the riverside races i mean being only a half an hour from home it's just it's our home racetrack so of course we're going to run them but definitely keep your eyes open for us down south again and even though it won't be a, a full year like it was last year and the year before with the cars tour i i wouldn't be surprised to see us down there and maybe for wilkesboro or or some of their cooler races like that we definitely might make an appearance and that can't be good news, Donald, for the competitors down there. You get a guy like Austin and the whole crew that they've got assembled. If they start now cherry-picking, going to events that they love, and I know this guy absolutely loves Loudon. I believe he's got a W here. It's somewhere in New Hampshire. Uh, you start cherry-picking like that, the other teams have got to say, come on. You know, yeah. it's going to make it tough. They know, and when they see the hauler pull in, they just put their head down. <laughs> you know? I don't know about that, but I mean, we're really proud of our, of our team and what we've been able to accomplish in the past few years. Um, it's really been mostly about getting me experienced and comfortable in the seat. And I feel like finally, I, between last year and the year before, we've really, really become stronger as a team and as myself as a driver. Um, and like you mentioned, Loudon getting a victory there. I mean, all that's confidence boosting too. And, and so like you mentioned, we're able to cherry pick exactly where we want to go this year. And I think it's really gonna, really gonna benefit us too. Because I mean, you have fun at the racetracks you do well at too, and we really, really like learning experiences and and finding new racetracks. So we're always on the lookout for the next big thing. And and I mean, we went to Thompson two years ago and really loved it. I mean, I made my first late model start in, at, at Oxford last year. Well, year before last, I guess. Um, and just we loved it there too. So. It's not that far from, from home, really. None of that past stuff is. So I'm sure you'll see us run Thompson, Loudon, um, hopefully some Oxford races, and, and even the 250 might be in the books for us this year. Ooh, that's cool. That's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, that's key, too. I know you guys seriously race. You want to go for the W. It's not all about fun and games. You get to the racetrack. Uh, you guys put a serious team together for a reason. And when you do have success... 
then the fun comes into play. That's when everything starts to, uh, you look back on it, and those are those magic moments that you guys have created uh, through the successes of what you've done. Austin, you're also real good behind the wheel of a legend car. And speaking of fun, now it goes, uh, you know, when you look at the legend car, that would be considered the fun part of it. Uh, can you see you uh, pulling the legend out or do you still have it? No, so we, we have two two legend cars still. Uh, I keep one at home and, and then there's one left in North Carolina with uh, Joe Ryan. Um he he actually had requested me to leave it there for him so he can bug me through the year and get me to come down and, and run it a little bit, um, which I love it. We were out in Vegas this year um, running Legend Car Nationals, and I'd have to say that was one of the, the most fun times I've ever had in a Legend Car. The track and the drafting and, and all the competitors out there is just an amazing event. Um, we've run the shootout now, the summer shootout, the last two years, Um and had a lot of fun there. So I definitely think we will be running them. Um, I kind of our plan is to any spare time we have definitely get in it. Um, it keeps us busy. That's for sure. But it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if you'll see us run Scotia speed world too much this year with it on Friday nights, but it's a possibility. Um, I think what we more look at is, is speed weekend in, in six sixty, and, um, Petty Kodiak has on that, they have two legend car events this year, which look very, very promising. Um, multi-day legend car events with, with hopefully a lot of cars. Um, and I'm sure you'll see us at those. And, and like I mentioned, even down south, I'm sure if 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 we can make it happen, I'd like to fly down and maybe run a few shootout races again. The the summer shootout was one of those events that. After the first year we ran it for points, we said we'd never go back. <laughs> and and the last, what, two, three years we raced there. So um, it's a lot of fun, though. And one other event I, I am going to mention while I'm on here um, is the the race in New Brunswick. Um, there's a new the uh, revival of a speedway going on. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Riverglade, right? Yes, Riverglade. And, and so I'm really looking forward to that. Um and I noticed my name was on the list the other day for it, my grandfather, and we talked about it a little bit, and I think I think it'll be really, really cool to do. Some of the stories that I have heard, and i got to reach back into my memory bank here, but it was back in the day, Austin, when I owned the All-Star Racing Series, and I had one guy by the name of Jerry Wheaton. You'll know that name. He was from out there. Jerry, of course, uh, in the province of Ontario back in the day now. Uh, we would sit in the pits all kinds of time when he was driving the all-star car and he would say, start telling me about different racetracks out in Eastern Canada. And, uh, one of the big ones was, uh, Riverglade. He said, uh, I believe the guy's name was McLean that owned it. And, uh, Jerry Wheaton told me stories that were just, just amazing. Sounds like a great place. And it sounds like it's going to be really cool. We're going to dive deep into that and get uh, everybody some information about that race. How, do you know when it's going to happen, or have they decided that yet? I haven't figured it out yet. I was trying to put together our schedule the other day, actually, and, and it was on my list. Um, I believe it's late August, I think, is is when they are looking um, at a date, but I'm not fully sure yet. Um, I was going to ask around and see if I could find out what I can, and, and I can let you know when I do. Um but it just, it's been a full schedule for us lately. And 
Um, I've been taking part in the truck shop more too at uh, at King Freight Lines. I mean, one of our number one sponsors too, and right. and learning more of that of that business um, with my father and my grandfather. And I mean, that's what supports our racing at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. of course, my other great sponsors, um, McKay's Truck and Trailer, Nova Truck Centers, um, Snap on New Glasgow. Just all great guys that came on board this year and, and previous years to help us. Um, but one other thing that we're, we're really busy with is um, hopefully putting together a new shop here soon, a new building. Nice. Um, it, it, it is very cool. Um, out at the new uh, King Competition shop, we worked out of there the last year, two years. Um, but we definitely would like our own space too. And, and I mean, at some point we just have so much stuff and, and too many cars and, and parts to really – clutter up their space with too so yeah um yeah i'm not sure fully about this year yet joe but it it looks like it's going to be a big year and and a lot of fun too yeah it's all coming together and uh, don't feel bad don't feel rushed it's only january i know we all get into a panic and all want to get things fired off and you know have have concrete plans uh but it takes a little bit of time and it takes a lot of planning especially when you start running across the border like you've been doing, Austin. And uh, any chance we're going to see you at Speed Week's World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing? Is it out of the question? Is it a potential? Well, uh, my grandfather is going down for the month of February, my grandmother, to um, just to watch some racing and, and check out some cars, too. And I will be flying in for the week of Speed Week's. So I will be there. Um I'm not sure if we'll pack my suit or not. I'd like to, just in case anybody needs a spare driver. But we, right now, we won't be we won't be racing. Um, but definitely, I mean, if anybody wants uh, wants to let a Canadian run a night for them or, or anything like that, I'll, I will be there. Any, yo, well, you got laps on at New Smyrna. I was going to say, do you have any laps on? Yeah, you do. Yeah, we ran 2019 and 2020 there, um, both in a pro and a super the next year in 2020 and. No, it's a very cool track. It's it's somewhat similar to, um, I mean, Riverside, really. The the size and the shape, a little different banking, but right. it's definitely definitely relative. Yeah, and it's fast, man. It's they they call it the fastest half mile in the world. I thought that was reserved for Bristol, but New Smyrna Speedway touts that quite a bit. It is. Um, I mean, Speed Weeks in Florida is just huge anyway. Between New Smyrna, Daytona. I mean, you have Volusia County running the dirt cars, too, and, and even the legend cars are there that week. So uh, our plan is just to go down and, and get our fill of just watching some racing in and, and seeing how everybody's doing preseason for us, and, and then we'll come back home and, and hit it hit it aggressive. Let me let me know how you make out with that, buddy. I can't see you being at New Smyrna Speedway without pulling the suit out, and I can't see your grandfather standing there saying, well, uh, yeah, this is fun watching. <laughs> no, um, I mean, Anu Serena is a place that he's always loved as well. Oh, yeah. He's, he's raced there a long time ago now, and, and Scott Frazier was down there racing too with, with us. And it's just, there's a lot of history at New Serena Speedway, and, and it it might be in the plans for next year for us maybe to run to run that. We loved it. It's it's a full week. I mean, you are you put it all on the table for a week long, and then by the end of it, you're, you're ready to go home because you're just wore out. But uh, it was a lot of fun. We ran it, and... That's another opportunity I feel like for young racers too to to really learn and I mean when you run night after night you can it's all fresh in your mind your mistakes and 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 what you're good at so what you can what you can do better and and just the experience alone I mean you get to run seven races in a week right so yeah. it's definitely huge 
How cool is that, too? And we're going to see the ASA stars this year at New Smyrna Speedway. That's huge, man. I, that's got your name written all over at some at some point here, buddy. It does, and um, I'm sure that that's another series that we might we might dip our feet in. Um, definitely. I, I mean, I've watched all the races this year, and it just it's another one of those series that you can learn a lot from even just watching all the – I mean, that's the best of the best in super late model racing and, and – I mean, there's some local guys from here that, that have run in it. I mean, Butcher has been there, and it just – you can learn a lot, and I do too, from, from watching um, watching the best of the best go at it. And, and really, it's definitely a series I think we you might see us in in the next few years. That'd be too cool. If I had my wish, Austin, you know uh, I'd love to see you at that Western Rattler 300 out in Penticton Speedway. One day, buddy, one day I want to coax you guys into uh, heading out there. How cool would it be to have some of the best East Coast guys out on Canada's West Coast and mixing it up with the uh, Seaverts and the Amirs and all the other guys out there? They got a real good bunch out there. Man, oh, man, I'll tell you, I can only dream. And one day, hopefully my dreams come true. It uh, It's definitely something that we've looked at in the past few uh, past few years. And I'm sure now that we're starting to um, to pick some races that we would like to do and and that's something new for us too so it's definitely on the books um it it could happen for us very well and maybe we will maybe that's something that we will look into for the future um now running at home more and and spending some time around here we'll definitely um look to branch out across canada and i'm sure there's maybe a couple of races up in ontario too or i know the um, the pinty series is coming to Riverside and Newfoundland again this year. And it's, yep. I mean, you might see us branch out in, in any of those two. Well, a real cool one up here in Ontario, that Junior Hanley race at Sunset Speedway. You want to maybe take a peek at that one? We got some great races. Uh, it'd be great to see in the APC series to come in for a couple. Austin, the future is bright. And uh, the cool part is all you got to do is work hard. And uh, you'll be able to do it. And I know that's what you guys are all about. Work hard, play hard, and uh, race your rear ends off. It is, Joe. And um, like I said, we've had a lot of fun in the past few years. And I think it'll definitely be good to be home this year and um, really start to to leave my mark around the Maritimes a little bit, hopefully. Because being away and, and, and racing on the Cars Tour, it's been great because... I've learned a lot as a driver and, and as a team and, and setup wise, even in the car, what we need to do and just racing against all the talent that the car store has to offer. Um, it's, it's some of the best that I've ever ran against. And so it's just great people as well um, that run the operation and that race, the tour, but it's kind of, I have a lot of fans here and a lot of support here in the Maritimes. So it'll be really good to be able to be home and, and kind of meet a lot of, meet a lot of people and, and, and really come back to my roots. Yeah, and build your base up here at home. It, not, not a lot has been done here in a late model at home. So uh, good, good planning, man. Good planning. Look forward to seeing you in the iconic IWK 250 and uh, absolutely every race that you get into. The other 250 at Scotia and uh, 660 and River Cleveland, man. What, what a summer. I don't know how you're going to do it, Kittle. Um, we're still trying to figure that out right now, Joe, or I'd have a schedule for you that I could tell you, but, uh, no, it's, it's going to be a great year and a great summer and and we are really looking forward to it. My great, great team I have behind me. Um, we're still, we're still putting that together too. Actually, Joe, if you have any, 
if you hear of any uh, spotters looking for a new gig too this year, mm-hmm. um, send them my way up home in the Mar- up in the Maritimes. Um, I've had some really good spotters down south the last two years, and it's something I'd never really worked with before either. It was a full time spotter until until I got on the fire store. And between Matthew Brooks and um, Jordan Black last year, two great guys and, and great spotters. So that's kind of the only missing piece to our team right now is just a is just a spotter. But I'm sure we'll find a guy and. That's just a, a heads up to or anybody in the Maritimes looking for a, maybe a full-time team to work with through the summer. Just uh, you guys can text me on my social media or, or reach out to me, however. Sounds good. Austin, thanks so much for the time, buddy. And uh, you work on that schedule. When you get it done, you fire it my way, and uh, we'll get you back on here to go through it. Sound good? Absolutely, Joe. Thank you. You want to believe it. Austin McDonald, driver of the number 13 uh, for King Competition. Out in the Maritimes, watch out. I'm telling you, uh, if you didn't hear a lot about Austin this year here in Canada, because he was running down south a lot, you're going to run some more up here now. Trust me when I say you're going to hear his name lots in 2024. Hit a quick break. We will be back, and we'll get Donald. i got a bunch to talk to him about, too. Stay with us. Hey guys, this is Joey Coulter with Driver Fine and the driver of the number 02 Rum Runner Racing Tour Modified, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Woo! Shake and bake! Here 
on Race Time Radio. Ah, there's one that I didn't fix, and Sue told me today, too. Hey, you got to go in there and fix that one that it says, uh, and back to the two Joes. And I said, I fixed that last week, and I did, because there's other references in there. But welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks, and Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, you can join Mr. Reinhardt and watch Race Time Radio from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Rev TV Canada. Uh, you can depend on Rev each and every week, and uh, surely glad that you could tune in tonight. I am joined by guest co-host Donald Reinhardt. He's with us here in the studio. Busy guy, of course, with DJK. He's out there helping the old guy. Uh, and Glenn Styers, and, 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 uh, you do it all, Donald. Uh, you got a busy one coming at you this year, and, uh, well, you've even got your own race car, but I haven't seen you out with it in a while. No, we did some testing at Delaware last year, um, just before the last Pinty's race. We went out, put some laps on it. Wayne Keeling got back in the car, we put some laps on it, and we just said, you know what, we got all the bugs out of it. It's sitting on stands at home right now, ready to go for next year. A couple little things to do, and we're going to go out play a couple of nights. Just selected events, got the Pinty stuff to do first. Yeah, 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 and that's going to be your, your your number one focus, but you get back to that word fun, and yeah. that's what you and Wayne will be doing, right? If it's not fun, we're not going to do it. There you go. It's, we want to go out just like we did years ago. I mean, Wayne's like a big brother to me. We got Larry Knott, Knott Fiberglass helping us out. The car's at his place all summer. A bunch of the old boys go out and tinker away while I'm not there. So I, I really wish they would take it out more than I do because they, right. they've put all the work into it. And with Larry not hanging around, they could tear the body off it. Larry'd have it looking brand new before he even got home. It, it'll be ready to go and bright and shiny and repainted. And yeah, yeah. It, it's it's fun working with those guys and the knowledge you pick up and the things you learn about from back then and today and, and mixing the old and the new and and getting things sorted out it's it's pretty fun donald you and your dad day to day now because i know uh the, the racing end of it is like all of us right it is uh, a passion it's something that we all enjoy doing but the harsh reality is you got to have a li- make a living too in order to do what you guys really enjoy doing and i know reinhardt auctions is something that you and your dad have had for a long long time how's it going um it was a little slow start since we moved up to your own sound area, but things are picking up and getting better and we're getting a lot more cooler stuff. Um, I've had some really cool die cast toys from an estate and we're starting to get calls from up here and the locals are participating more and more up here also. So it's good. You're getting to meet the new people, get some contacts and uh, start to enjoy it a little bit more. And, you know, it's not always feels like you're going to work. It's you get to work with your dad. Some days it's good. Some days it's bad, but you know, we're we're working together. He's teaching me. I'm teaching him. And with the new technology side of it, I'm learning that I never had to do before. And he's slowly starting to understand what's involved. Yeah, and there is a lot to it. It, it I I know you mentioned the own sound area and the local contingent that gets involved in it. But with today's uh, uh, today's uh, situation, shall you say, uh, you guys are online and you do auctions. You could be selling stuff all over the world, right? Yeah, it's it's all over the place. We ship all over the place, too. It was crazy. Um, we just started doing the shipping thing late last fall. Um, didn't realize how badly it was needed, and we're sending stuff to 
package went out to Saskatoon, one went to Texas, um, Missouri, California, uh, out to the East Coast. Um, it's it's really crazy. Yeah, and it's cool because you've got such a diversified uh, um, uh, array of of stuff that you guys have for auction. Yeah. Um, how does somebody go about checking it out? Because they really should check it out. I know I have, and it's it's amazing. I get lost on that site because I go click to click to click, <laughs> and I'm putting bids in on everything. And if you're not watching it, man, you got to be on it because there's a lot of people that are on that there's a lot and and the crowds are getting bigger and bigger and more bidders and you just go to reinhardauctions.com or reinhardauctions.hybid.com and you know click on the links follow it through and you'll see all of our upcoming events Um, when you're on our web page there's also a thing that says live events we don't do as many as we'd like to anymore right but yeah the online thing's really taken off and keeping us busy and it is a mix. Uh, you have stuff that is brand new, yeah. and then you have stuff there where you do, is it estate sales, we, we where you go in and acquire a whole house? Yeah, full a full house. So somebody will call their grandmother's passed away, what's it worth? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to clean it out. And we'll do the online auction right there at the house if they want. Or for a fee, like we can send a truck and a trailer in and bring it to our place, and we set it up and do it that way. So we don't have to move everything. We can do it right on site. Or it can be brought to our place. And, you know, we do farm auctions, estates, stuff for the bailiffs, the sheriffs. Um, you know, we're doing warehouses, farms. You know, it's it's different week to week. It's You're constantly learning. It's just like racing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You never know what you're going to find on the site and uh, what, what you can get involved with. And, of course, your dad isn't one of those background kind of guys your dad has uh, someone famous, right? He's on uh, Storage Wars. Yeah, and he's the auctioneer, he's... Storage Wars Canada. Um, he's been auctioning since I think he was 17 years old. He took it over when my grandfather passed away. Can you auction? Are no. You, you can't go to the No, I'm just labor. Well, that would be I couldn't do it either without sticking my finger in my mouth. There's, there's no way that that it's a real art. But your dad is dynamite at it. it. It's an art, and he's a natural at it. My grandfather was. Um, my my uh, uncle Wally was no longer with us. He was uh, also an auctioneer. And you either have it or you don't. I I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't go to school for it. They're self taught. You know, my dad sold in the the stockyards. Actually, when the livestock auction used to be here in Own Sound, he used oh, yeah. to sell there when he was in his early twenties. Yeah. You know, so he, he's been all over the place. He was ranked uh, 10th in Canada. Oh, really? Um, years ago. They uh, did the auctioneers competition out in Edmonton, and he ranked in the top 10. He's won the Ontario auctioneers competition, which actually is coming up in a few weeks in Niagara Falls. Really? So really? there's a competition for, um, I don't have the right paperwork, but it's they do it for like the seniors more represented crowd they have like the rookies like novice type deal right. they used to have um, a ladies competition but i'm not sure that they didn't combine that together and uh it's out niagara falls way this year so that's uh the saturday before speed weeks i believe really yeah now do you guys ever get race car parts yeah that will go through the auction yeah we do actually when um peter shepherd the third they said that they were done we actually went to their place and did all the parts and stuff and the leftover, you know, equipment. Uh, we did that. Um, we've done it quite a few times. A gentleman bought a couple of race cars, never went racing. We sold the trailers, the cars, all the parts. So so it does happen. 
Yeah, you so know? you got to check the site. It doesn't mean that it's, you know, household and, uh, oh, I got a cool salt and pepper shaker. Yeah. Uh, th- there could be a full-blown race car right. or parts on there. Race cars, tractors could be full of, st- you know, all sorts of antiques. Oh, I know Rob that, that bought my house, uh, or our house, um, uh, out at the lake. Um, uh, Rob, great guy, and uh, got a young family. He's going to go and buy himself, now living or not living, but has the cottage at the lake. He wanted to get a boat and motor. So he ended up getting an aluminum boat. Now he's got to get a motor. And he ended up picking up a, a 1975 or something Johnson Motor, all works after I got it going. Uh, but after he got that, here I am. I'm on Reinhardt Auctions, and I'm zipping around, and I find two beautiful-looking outboard motors yeah. that went for a steal that would have been absolutely perfect for Robbie. Had we looked, it would have been uh, a big-time bargoon. But uh, that's the kind of stuff that you can get on there, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's it's always different. You're... Uh... Every box is a surprise. It's like <laughs> Christmas and birthdays every day. It's You either get the gift from Grandma you didn't want or there's something really cool in there. Yeah. Do you still do the storage lockers, you and your dad? Um, my dad did it. I think he did it twice in 2023. They called and said, hey, we want to try it live again. Um, you know, It worked out very, very well. I think they want to do another one this summer. Um, it's very... The crowd now is used to pointing and clicking. They don't yeah. want to drive to Toronto. Um, and you're trying to pick times where people can go on their lunch break or on a, you know, when it's convenient to get the buyers out there. And that, that doesn't always work right. with the places that we have to deal with. So, I mean, sometimes you do a live when you get 10 people and the next time 45 people show up. Right, right. So it's just the time. Yeah. And you don't know. It depends on the weather. depends on all of it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty amazing. We're going to hit a quick break. I did get a text from Glenn Styers. Uh, flew back in. He's coming back from the Chili Bowl, he and uh, Chantel. They uh, had to fly into Texas. Now they've landed in Toronto. They did that a while ago. But they have to go through customs. And that can take five minutes. That can take five hours. Who knows? But uh, that's where Glenn is currently. We'll hit this quick break. And when we come back... We may have Glenn, or we may have him after the top of the hour, but we still got tons to cover off here tonight on Race Time. Sure glad you could tune in. Don't you go anywhere. Stay right there. We will be back with you all live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hey, race fans, this is Brendan Butterbean, Queen, driver of the 03 for Lead Point Performance at the Cars Tour, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada, Talks. to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence. At LeafRacewear.com, we're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. 
Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. An exclusive podcast, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Put it between his legs! Shoot it! Score! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick with fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio with your host, Joe Chisholm. And just like that, we are back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167. I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Donald Reinhardt right here, a guest co-host in the studio. Junior was doing a bunch of funny text in here, uh, firing messages this way. Uh, For those that don't know, uh, of course, Donald with the NASCAR Pinty Series, and he uh, is on the 17 team, the Castro-Ledge Dodge team. Uh, also helps out Glenn Styers in the zero car. And then Junior uh, is with Andrew Ranger. So uh, uh, when they go on the road, they're going to do races, Quebec, and uh, any of the ones that they drive to, usually Junior and uh, Donald will hook up, and away you guys go. I've been with you. Uh, I went with the two of you over to Sunset Speedway. I was sitting in the back of the car, and I'll tell you what, it's pretty comical sitting back there listening to the two of you. Uh, you both keep it going. I can guarantee you that. 
when you when you're driving back and forth from Quebec and Nova Scotia and doing those long drives, we'll, we'll talk about anything to keep ourselves awake. <laughs> some of it's funny as heck. Sometimes we get poking at each other, and yeah. some of it's kind of dumb. But we we entertain ourselves. Well, I'll tell you, as a dad, uh, I, I'm thankful that the two of you guys hook up. Uh, because I know both of you will keep one another awake. I, I'm, and, I'm guilty of not keeping Joe awake. I'm the worst passenger. Uh, no, but you're re- <laughs> you guys are relentless. Uh, you won't go to a racetrack, do your race that day, and then you know stay in the hotel for the night, relax, get up in the morning fresh as a daisy, and then drive eight and a half hours or ten hours or whatever it is. Oh no, you and Junior. Uh, oh, okay, the car's back in the trailer. Uh, okay, let's go home. Well, you just finished a 14-hour day, yeah. and now you're going to jump in and go again. Uh, to be young, I can tell you that. It's not always about that. Is my, my schedule's pretty hectic at home. And yeah. With the online auctions and still doing the trailer stuff also, you know, you got loads coming in, parts coming in, people picking stuff up. And just stuff to do around the home that my parents can't do. So right. you're constantly, you don't get much of a break. I've been kind of a bum the last two days relaxing in the snowstorm here and actually enjoying it. Yeah. Well, and you need a little bit of downtime because uh, it, it, you only get a small window of what is called downtime. And then you're balancing everything, whether at auction, whether it be racing, uh, trying to get a little bit of time in for yourself. And uh, I know from being in the garage area at uh, Jucasa back in the day, uh, you were pretty handy with a flipper, too. Uh, and, and, of course, you raise beef, or you used to. I don't know whether you still do or not. But uh, those hamburgers that you were whipping out were just, uh, they shouldn't have been hamburgers, man. That was prime <laughs> rib. Yeah, unfortunately, right now, there's uh, there's no livestock on the farm. we got to get some fencing stuff done, and that'll happen again soon. It was just with the move and everything that was happening at once, It was time was a factor, and when you move and you move livestock and they're not used to a new place and you're not there, I, I don't need to meet my neighbors because my cattle are on their front lawn or yeah. running around their fields. So we'll just we'll just do it when we have the time, and then it's done properly. Yeah, and then you can break back into it, right? Yeah, slowly. So the the place that you guys have moved to now uh, is it? Uh, well, it must be sizable where you yeah, can go ahead. We're on fifty acres, and it's 50. it's fenced for horses. Right. It's not good enough for beef cows, but you know, in the spring we'll get some stuff done, and we'll slowly get back into it. I mean, I brought part of my farm equipment up with me when we moved, so. It's just a matter of time and not knowing the area. Like, yeah. you know, you got to get uh, somebody in to do the, the fencing. It's not like we did it at home where the ground was all sand and you did it here. It's There's a lot of rock oh. and the, the posts need to be pounded in. Yeah. I don't have that type of equipment. Yeah. Welcome to Stony Keppel. Yeah. That's what they yeah. used to. It used to be Keppel Township. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can't dig not even like a half inch here. Without hitting another rock, right? Yeah. Uh, like, it's just amazing in this area. Uh, at least out at the lake, it was like that. Pretty tough going, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So this summer, you're going to be with DJ. You're going to be with Glenn. Uh, Speed Weeks is coming up. Uh, what else you got cooking? Um, well, hopefully we get down to Speed Weeks, do some stuff there. Um, as we wait for the one gentleman to call us, uh, hopefully we can do some real neat stuff still through the winter, like possibly the Rattler. Uh, maybe pop over to the Easter Bunny or something like that. It's all up to him. But, the, you know, the equipment's there. Um, 
you know, he's picking things up. We're working better and better. Uh, new team, you know, with the, with the other car that we had at yeah. the Snowball. So that was pretty neat, um, getting the call Sunday night to say, hey, man, we, we need you. So to finish from a, a really decent day with Trayton Lapsovich and that whole group in the GSR car, and then going to spot for Glenn the next day, and, you know, we picked up three tenths in time trials, just making them hit his marks. And, and from what I learned from the last few years of being down there with Trayton and Albert Francis and, uh, you know, Watson and, and a few of the other guys, like, you know, anything you can help feed to help, you know, progression is a big thing down there. Oh, huge, huge. It's uh, paramount, actually. Uh, and to see everybody moving through. That's, yeah. you know, like so much to learn. Oh, and I, I mean, Glenn did an awesome job in the last chance race to, to miss it by a couple of spots. Yeah. But to pick up that kind of time and time trials is uh, was a positive thing to show, you know, like, hey, we, we can go out and do this. Well, watching you know? them in the Chili Bowl. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to get them on the air because I'll tell you, I was some excited watching. Um, Glenn has uh, he's been picking it up a little bit and a little bit. And, uh, you know, making steps and making forward progress last year. I'll tell you what, watching him in this uh, Chili Bowl, Donald, I know you didn't catch it. Uh, from what I've seen, it blew me away. It wasn't one good race. It wasn't two good races. It was a good week. Yeah. And he really made great strides. He would have uh, qualified for the next main had he not been uh, tied up with another car, uh, they didn't stop. They didn't uh, uh, wipe each other out. They didn't do any of that. And the car behind them flipped. Now, uh, they called Glenn and the car that he was kind of with, uh, they called them involved and put them to the rear. And as soon as that happened, Glenn was out of it at that point. Track position means everything. Yeah. Uh, it was a small, tight track, as you know, for the Chili Bowl. Um, but I'll tell you what, Glenn on the outside was making spots up. He slipped a couple of times and lost a few spots. Dived down low and he'd pick him up again. What I've seen, it was Glenn Styers uh, from, you know, like seven, eight years ago. Yeah. That's the Glenn Styers I've seen this year. And I'm excited. I can't wait to get him back into a, a light model. Um, th those midgets are so twitchy and, uh, you gotta be so precise with them. And he is, uh, we're used to seeing him in a sprint car and, uh, you know, modified and he, he gets into everything, but, uh, I can't wait to get him back behind the wheel of a late model. He is going to turn a whack of heads this year. Uh, I know I can't wait for it, but we are right up alongside, uh, the top of the hour where we got to throw it back to Sirius XM. There is a very, very quick news package that takes 90 seconds to refresh everyone tuned in on Sirius XM. And then Donald and I are going to be back for hour number two, all live tonight. Uh, we got uh, Chase Pinsano coming up. We got Corey Mears coming up. And hopefully Glenn Steigers, all in the next hour. Uh, but we're going to slide out, throw it back to Sirius XM, and we'll be back. <sighs> You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. 
And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins tonight. All life here on Race Time Radio. We got lots coming at you over the course of the next hour. Uh, young Chase Pensinel, you remember Chase? Uh, he ran the APC series here in the province of Ontario. Uh, he did a fantastic job behind the wheel of that race car. And uh, you'll remember in the fall, uh, there was an announcement. Chase came on and made it right here on race time where he was hooking up with uh, Carson Hosevar. And of course, Carson going to be driving the cup car this year. And uh, his late model program, Chase is going to be a development driver in uh, Carson Hosevar's uh, camp. So uh, it's going to be in great equipment, and Chase Pensano is the real deal. He can get the job done. It's going to be such an exciting year for him, and uh, we're excited to have him back on tonight. He's going to go racing next weekend. So we're going to get to skinny on all of that here in just a bit. Uh, Glenn Styers, I believe, is getting closer to clearing customs at the Toronto airport. And we're going to get off to Canada's West Coast, and we're going to grab in Corey Mears, my man. Uh, we're going to talk to the 72 car and find out how the plans are all coming for 2024 with that uh, beautiful race car and Team Mears. There's he and his daughter and his uh, two boys and uh, his wife helping him out. Like, I'll, I'll tell you what, what a cool deal they got going. Uh, you can see him at Saratoga Speedway. You can see them at Penticton Speedway and all points in between. But we'll get uh, the lowdown on it here tonight on Race 10. We'll find out exactly where Corey is heading, and we look forward to it. Back to what you and I were talking about there, Mr. Donald Reinhardt. Uh, Glenn is picking it up. He is uh, he's looking really good this year. You've seen a lot of good signs in the fall of the year, right, when you guys were down at the Derby and some of the late model shows that you did, which are totally different than the NASCAR Penny Series, right? Completely different. It's it's just a go, go, go all day long. Um, like right from when the gates open, from tire jail to your practice times, from your classes moving in and out, you know, the different caliber of drivers and teams and equipment. You're, it, it's, it's just wild. You, you don't stop learning. It's busy everything's productive and guys are just going, going, going. All of a sudden, boom, it's race time. Tell me, which one's easier to actually pilot? Would a NASCAR Pinty's car be easier than the pro late model that, uh, that, that anybody runs? Which one is an easier car to pilot? I would say that the NASCAR Pinty's car would be a little easier to pilot. In my opinion, you're on a 
you know, more of a conventional type setup where your late models are all coilovers and it's all about re like coil bound. Your shocks are key. Your bump springs are key. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot. It's not just get in and hit your marks like you did in that Pinty's car. Right. It, right. It, your, all your pickup points change with that late model. Um, you know, the roll in the car feels different. It, it's, it's just a complete different vehicle. And that's what I was thinking with the Pinty's car, uh, bulkier, bigger, Bigger horsepower. So I'm thinking, oh, those two things don't really go together. But, uh, you know, like a, a Pro-Late model, more agile, bigger brakes, yeah. not as much motor, uh, maybe a little more forgiving. I thought maybe it would be that way. But uh, the NASCAR Pinty Series, is uh, they're a wicked race car, as you know. They're, they're a good-looking race car, and all the cars, you know, are identifiable by their manufacturer, which is a nice thing in that series. You know, and, you know, it's a good group of people to work with. They're as professional as possible for what's handed to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they would be. Uh, you got to hand it to the series this year. What a different looking schedule. They are shaking it up. They're changing it. it it's, I think it's better, um, not just for the drivers, as for the teams, because most of us are volunteers. So the way they laid the schedule out, we can come back home work the rest of the week, come back out, and work on the race cars. It may be a bit more expensive for the teams that way, but when you have to work, you're using your own personal holidays as a crew guy to help your friends. Yeah. And it's hard when you're at the end of the year going, I'd really like to do this. Well, I got no holidays left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So schedule-wise, I yeah, the layout's a bit longer. A um, few more drivers and, you know, Rig guys are going to be away from their families a little bit more, but for the rest of the teams, I believe it's a benefit. Yeah, and going to be back at Riverside International Speedway. It's been a few years since the guys were there. Yeah, uh, The series not going to wrap up at Delaware Speedway. Uh, we've got the conventional start of the series at CTMP again, which I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, I was always off kilter. Not that I didn't like the sunset race. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. But at the beginning of the year, and the series opened at Sunset Speedway on a Nova track, just did not feel right. I was always so used to the series firing up on Victoria Day, a huge weekend at CTMP, uh, the emphasis and everything that goes into it. You want to see 60,000 race fans having a great time on a May long weekend? You be at CTMP for the NASCAR Pindy Series to kick off. And I keep calling it the NASCAR Pindy Series. Now it's NASCAR Canada. Pindy's still involved, but it is the title is the NASCAR Canada Series. You want to be uh, involved in a big weekend? Get to CTMP for that. Uh, you've been there a number of years, right? Lots of, lots of years. Truck races, Pinty Series, you know, a bunch of other stuff, motorbikes. It's a pretty cool place, lots of camping, you know, uh, kid friendly, you know, they always have something to do. So it, it's it's a unique place to go to, and I think everybody enjoys a good camping weekend too. Oh, guaranteed. When you go to a place like CTMP, uh, pit stops are different there than they are at a Novo track. And I know over the last I don't know three four years, the emphasis has gone off of the live pit stops, so to speak, and more of a controlled pit stop where you've got uh, competition, yellow, or, uh, you know, a break at a certain point of the race, trying to take the dollars out of it. 
instead of having, uh, you know, the rocket fast 18 year old that can change the tire in a fraction of a second. Uh, they're making it more affordable and I get it. But as a tire specialist, where do you like doing tires better on an oval track or uh, are you more of a factor at the road course because they do come in one tire change, right? Is that what they do at CTMP or can they run the full thing? You you can run the full thing if, if there's a, if there's enough yellows guys have tried to run the full thing and they just miss out on the last few laps. If there happens to be a caution, uh, I just do what I'm told and work with everyone. And I, I don't know where I would be the best factor, but if, if we're struggling, I mean, my, my adjustment's the easiest one. Is it? You know, they just say, Hey, add two pounds here, take a pound out there. And you know, as soon as the tires come off the car, I'm measuring them before they even got the other side on. Who's calling that by the way? Is that the crew chief or is that uh, well, with DJ Kennington, DJ is one of those hands-on guys. Is he the guy calling it, or he's a very, very hands-on guy? But I'm going to give him some credit this year. He has really let Rick Verburn take his role. Right, uh, awesome guy to work with. Rick Verburn, the Verburn boys on the team. We have a great group at DJK oh. and the Castro Edge Dodge. We we're a family. Yeah. Um, you know, halfway through the winter, you're like. Man, I miss my buddies. Yeah. Like, I miss yeah, my yeah. brothers. And, and they're really great to work with. And, and Rick's stepped up. And, yeah, there, there's been some grinds. But, uh, hey, it's his job also to make the call. And, and it's also your job to be the driver. So the pressure gets split both ways, not all on one. And it doesn't just get split onto Rick as the crew chief. It gets split us to a team, especially when there's a pit stop involved. So the pressure's on us. Rick, Rick gets a break because he's on top. We're, you know... The yeah. pressure's on us. You're the uh, yeah. So the we, guys all, we all have our it. we all have our points where the pressure's on. And you know what? I, I really do miss the live pit stops. But yeah. there's other things we're doing. I mean, we're we're not just standing around like we're constantly checking tires. If he says there's a vibration, we're talking about things. We're getting tools ready. You know, it, it's not just you know, not everybody's just standing around. Well, covering the series for a long time, pretty well since it started, actually, uh, some of the funniest stories and the one funniest story that I had heard uh, about the NASCAR back then, it was the Canadian Tire Series. Uh, Sherry Putnam was uh, working on DJ Kennington's team. That's true. And she was doing fuel, believe it or not. Uh, Sherry was uh, doing the refueling of the 17 car. And somehow or another, the gas can got locked in. Uh, they dropped the jack. And, of course, that's the signal to the driver, right? You got to go. You got to go. And uh, DJ, thing went down and away he goes. Well, just as DJ was taken off, uh, there was forward momentum. And the, luckily, the gas can released. But it was under, it was on its way, right? Yeah. With the race car. And Sherry was attached to the can. And she was riding a fuel can down pit road. And uh, uh, you want to talk about scary, but you got to listen to Sherry. If you know Sherry, uh, she was the director. She advanced to the director of the series. Uh, She's not there now, uh, but you always see Sherry in that garage area and around the races. You'll never take the race out of that girl. Um, if, if you get a chance, ask her about that. 
because I'll tell you, I was literally had tears running down my face listening to the team talk about it. And uh, even Sherry was uh, somewhat a part of it where she she didn't take uh, exception to it. Uh, she could find the humor in it as well. Luckily, nobody got hurt. But uh, I yeah. guess it's a good idea now that they sort of trim out those live pit stops uh, and, and make it, a, more affordable and safer. It, it's it's definitely more safer, but for the fan side, the fans do like the pit stops. And, I mean, us as teams, we do enjoy it. It, it's, well, it gets it's another, us pumped, too. It's another edge, right? Especially if you nail a pit stop and the competitor that was ahead of you screws it up. And I've seen that, too. Yep, it does happen. And it could be in front of you, behind you. You can go to pull out, and that guy coming beside you screw up your stop when you're pulling out. Um. You know, good bad, good and bad stops will make or break your day and make or break a team. Oh, and, and it can just like that. Uh, you know what? We got to hit another quick break. Uh, when we come back, Chase Pensano is going to jump on. I know his time slot is coming up. Chase is going to jump on. We'll talk about the fourteen, uh, the host of our fourteen that is now the Pensano fourteen. He's going to go racing next weekend, and we're going to find out all the details tonight. All live on Race Time Radio. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey, race fans. This is Nick Moncher, head of marketing for Hoosier Racing Tire, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, Sprint Car Specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Nothing connects like country music. Music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe. The next generation on the highway, Channel 56. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country, Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Legato will set his sights on the championship. And two times, baby. Things. He shot him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Drivers, start your engines! 
Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in. How about this January? And it's the off season. We're usually really struggling at this time of the year to find uh, some big news to talk about. Uh, you know, guys going racing and stuff doesn't normally happen until you get into speed weeks. Uh, and then all of a sudden, everything breaks wide open. Uh, but look at this. Things are busting wide open. We had James Hinchcliffe on last weekend. He's getting ready for the roar before uh, the 24 hours of Daytona. Uh, we got Glenn Styers coming up here any minute. He's going to pop in. We're going to talk about the Chili Bowl that he just finished off. And we're going to get right to our next guest, Chase Pensano. He's going to go racing with his brand-new number 14 ride hooked up with Hosevar Racing. And uh, I'll tell you, this young driver is going to crank heads around in this sport, and he's going to start it in this next weekend, and uh, he'll be doing it all season long. Uh, Chase Pensano, let's welcome him. What's going on there, Chase? How you doing, buddy? Not much. Thanks for having me, guys. You doing good or what? Happy New Year. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great, getting all ready to go. Good man. I see the car. That 14 car looks amazing. Is that uh, something that you did, Chase? Is that uh, your design? Uh, it was a group effort. Uh, Carson's been with Red and White since the time he started racing, so we figured if it's part of his program, it's good to kind of keep the Red and White going. Um, Blue fit with the sponsor, 131, on the car so far. So um, definitely a group effort. My dad, my grandfather, the team, and myself. Yeah, good deal, good deal. So uh, I bet you you have not spent... Uh, too much time away from the simulator, uh, getting prepared for next weekend. Is that the way it's been? Have you been uh, locked onto the sim? Yeah, a lot of sim. A lot of working out just to keep myself physically in shape. I'm obviously been out of the car for quite some time, and keeping up my with my uh, schoolwork too. Before I go, trying to get ahead so I can focus when I'm out there. Isn't that funny? Eh? You got your dad pushing you. To say, okay, listen, you got to be in shape, kid. You do some cardio, you do this. Then you've got the mom on the other side going, I don't, give, I don't care if you do cardio. You make sure that homework's done. You're not going anywhere, mister. I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too funny. Uh, so you're ready to go. What track are you going to? Is it a series race or are you going down for a special? Uh, I know, but I want you to tell everybody. So I'm going to Chris Motorsports Park down in Cordell, Georgia. That's our season opener. Technically, it's part of the JAG series, but it won't be considered a points race. So it's under the JAG sanctioning. It'll be the same rules and stuff like that. But it's the weekend's called Speed Fest in Cordell, Georgia. The race is on the 20th. Exactly. And that's kind of cool, too, right? So a non-points event. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's critical, right? To kick things off, it'll be kind of nice to have a non-points event yet be out there with competitors that you're going to be wheeling against all season long. How do you approach this one? Well, I think I got to approach it the same as I approach an APC race here. I got to just trust what I know. Obviously, there's a lot of things to learn, and I'll learn a lot through practice, a lot in qualifying, and I'll pick up a lot as the year goes on. But I guess just do everything I've been doing and kind of try to make the two worlds collide. 
<laughs> Make them intersect, and hopefully they're intersecting at the right spot. Donald, you yeah. watch this young driver go uh, all season long. He has got a whack of talent. He's a very talented young guy, and uh, I, I want to know what your opinion is on the differences between the two different series that you're stepping into now. Going from the APC to down south, um, what do you do differently as a driver to prep yourself for the different style of races and the racers that you're going against? Uh, well, I think I approach it very similarly. Definitely the racecraft is a lot more refined. I got to be a little bit more careful. Um, you know, it's just everything we do down here is just to a little bit more perfection. So I'm going to treat everything super similarly. Um, I've definitely on the off season been really keen on working out because cardio a couple times throughout the longer races, I could tell we're definitely wearing not just physically but after a while once you get tired your mind starts to go too so making sure i'm just ready physically um and hoping that the mentally part will just kind of come with being around those guys practicing with them and just kind of seeing what works there and what doesn't see you'd be working on the cardio and all that kind of stuff you see what i'd be doing jace as an old fart i'd be working on that string from my brain to my foot uh because your brain's gonna tell you mm, lift a bit and your foot's going to say, oh, no, this is fun. we got to go right to the rug here. Uh, and, and it's going to be one of those give and take throughout the course. Nothing out of the ordinary. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, it, what's the old saying, Donald? Uh, the race car doesn't know what the racetrack knows. Uh, it, and it doesn't know what track you're on. So the race car can never hate a racetrack. The same sort of thing can be applied to the driver. It doesn't matter what series you're in. As long as there's more than one car on the track, it's a race. And I know, Chase Pensano, you're going to be going full tilt. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be trying to. But, again, 100 laps is plenty of time, so definitely a lot of give and take. Um, again, a lot of the guys down there are a lot more refined, so I just got to make sure to run my own race, do my own thing, and trust that what we've decided to do at the start of the race works out in the end. Any teammates you got going down there, uh, or is like me? Is Carson going to hang around and be in the background to uh, sort of help you out, or are you on flying your own ships, so to speak? Well, I know all my guys are going to be down there, like Zach and my crew chief and all of them guys. Um, I believe Carson will be down there for one of the days. Um, definitely going to help a lot through practice, try to get me used to the place. Carson is pretty good there. So I do think he's coming down. As of teammates in terms of on race day, I don't believe so. Yeah, and, you know, it wouldn't matter if he was there or not. Uh, you got yourself surrounded with the right people. Uh, I guess you, debriefing after the race, he would come in kind of handy if he's raced that track and, obviously race that car before or cars of that stable uh that would be kind of helpful but man oh man you guys are on your own when you roll in through the back gate there's not much anybody can do for you it's you in the race car the crew that surrounds you and that guy that's in your ear tell us about the crew you have assembled who have you got well the three i guess main guys on the crew so zach will be the head of the crew he is the crew chief he's worked with carson since carson i believe he was 14 when they started working together zach's a great guy I worked with him a little bit in testing he does absolutely great things um kevin one of the guys that has been working on our car through the apc series has been getting down to some of the races this year is kind of how our connection ended up happening uh, another one of their loyal guys is 
Bob is his name. I've worked with him again through testing and stuff like that. And then two people that I haven't met personally, but all flying colors from Zach. It's a husband and a wife combo. The husband's a spotter and the wife's a tiger girl. Oh, good idea. Good idea. So keeping it in the family, so to speak. Uh, good for you. That's uh, that's going to be kind of awesome. Will you head from where you're going, sort of the speed weeks? You got any plans, the red eye, the... Uh, World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Any plans that way, Chase? So we are avoiding stuff like that, the typical ones. Uh, our kind of change, what we've decided to do is go from there to, I believe it is March. Yeah, March at Southern National Cars Tour opener will be our second race after that. And then I think the race after that is the opener for uh, the Alan Turner Series and Five Flags. We're going to try to hit all those. So. Uh, we'll go to Crisp, and then we'll have a break in February, and then we'll get going to Southern National for the Cars opener. Good deal. Good deal. Nothing wrong with that. I just thought maybe you would de- detour down to Florida. But, hey, when you've got a full schedule all planned and a focus, it is uh, probably not a good idea to deter from that. Uh, you've got to keep your eye on the ball, stay focused, hit your marks. What will be success for you in race number one, what uh, uh, after it's all over and you and your dad and everybody on their way back to Ontario because you got to get your homework done, what are you guys going to look at and say, hey, that was a successful weekend? I think the biggest thing I'm looking for this weekend is just growing team chemistry. It's all new guys, all new teams. So we're trying to build, just work with the guys. A lot of the guys have worked together before, but I'm new. So I guess trying to get to know everybody and making sure we work well by the end of the weekend is going to be key. Obviously, we'd like to see finishing results and qualifying results and stuff. But I think the majority of the weekend is just going to be towards how we work together and how we improve from the second we get there to the end of the night. Any more room on the quarter panels if somebody is tuned in across Canada and wants to jump aboard a real hot ticket? Uh, and wants to get on and involved with you early in your career. Uh, is there any open spots on the panels? Can somebody do that? Absolutely. A quarter spot, a uh, general, just like 131s on the car now, will be a race-to-race spot. Um, if you're looking to, we have a Facebook page. If you're looking for any inquiries and stuff like that, through the Facebook page and the website, there is different places we can go. I believe it's uh, CP Motorsport. It used to be CP Motorsports 22. Now I just think it's my name. Yeah, and good luck spelling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. They can find that on Race Time Radio. I can guarantee it, Chase. Uh, how about your late model that you had last year? Is it still kicking around, or did you guys uh, float that roller down the road? Uh, we're working on it, but it is still around. Looking to sell it if anyone needs a pro late model. It's an absolute great car. Yeah, Donald, you can attest to that one. You guys ran against it a number of times. Good, good piece. Yeah, it is a good piece. A uh, couple questions for you. Like stepping into this team, you being the new guy, have you and your crew chief and car chief been communicating, trying to get your lingo set before you hop in that car for the first few laps? Yeah, absolutely. When I get down south or down to Cordell I'll be definitely talking to the spotter a lot because spotter is a big thing for me kind of saying what I need out of that and with the car chief Zach um, with testing and stuff we've gotten to know each other super good on a race like business and personal level so we kind of have an idea I've done lots of testing already three or four test days so I have an idea what to expect 
but that will be one of the big things when we go down that I'll be looking to improve even further on. Yeah, and that's critical, right? Communication's going to be paramount. Uh, you got to have it all the way through. Chase, this has been great catching up with you, man. Uh, we wish you all the best. And uh, trust me when I say we're going to be shaking you to get some results and uh, see how things work out at Chris Motor Speedway and see how uh, see how the test or not test but race number one goes for you. Uh, we wish you all the best. And you got to know, uh, squeeze over a little bit in that race seat because you got the rest of Canada in there with you there, kiddo, uh, all pushing you all the way through. Absolutely. You betcha. Thanks so much for the time, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. That is Chase Pensino. Uh He is going to be in the number 14 car. Uh, he's got a really good ride. He's got a really good – everything's brand new for Chase. Uh, it's going to be an incredible situation. And Donald, after watching this young driver, whether it be in super stock, as he started out with last year, getting into a pro-late model, watching his progression through APC, he learns quick. He is a sponge. He is, uh, he's right there. And I can't wait to see what he does with uh, the 14 car and hooked up with Carson Hosever. Well, it'll be awesome. He's uh, very polite. He picks things up very, very fast. He's very smooth. And uh, I think he'll get down there and he'll turn some heads right off the bat. You know, he's just, he's a very class act for his age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And composed. I've seen him lots of times through last summer that he could have got rattled. He could have lost his stuff. And you know what? He didn't. He doesn't. He didn't. He stayed right with it and uh, he kept his eye on the ball and went at it. And that's what you got to do. If you're going to be successful... You got to do that, and uh, you know he's got the right pedigree. He's got the DNA. Uh, there's going to be success in that youngster's career. Yeah, he's focused. He's positive, and anything in the rearview mirror doesn't bother him. So no. he, he's got a he's got a big road ahead of him. Yeah, he sure does. He's got, and you know what? Anticipation uh, and expectation from all of us on the outside looking in. Uh, it didn't seem the pressure didn't get to him last year. And I don't think the pressure will be any different uh, this year than it was last year. Um, I guess having Carson Hosevar as the owner, uh, or at least the affiliation with that race team, uh, there would be some additional pressure. Uh, but I, I can't see Carson Hosevar being like, uh, like maybe what Kyle Busch was like uh, with the truck teams. Um, and, you know, his drivers didn't win and, Kyle started dropping the hammer on them. Uh, I can't see Carson doing that. Can you? No. No. I I met Carson a few times. Actually, last year at Speed Weeks, I got to talk to him Mm -hmm. during a rain delay for a few minutes. And he's he's got his head screwed on. He's a a very positive person, and he just wants to see good things happen. So this seems to be a pretty good combination. Uh, They seem to be on the same eye. Like they're they're there together. Well, I got to meet Carson at the IWK 250. He was the the guest NASCAR driver uh, last year for the IWK. I might add, it is coming up July the 20th, 17th to the 20th, at Riverside International Speedway. Make sure you mark it on your calendar. It's Canada's ultimate short drag race, the IWK 250. But that's where I met Carson and sat down with him as well. And we didn't, I turned the microphone off and we just sat and talked. 
And I, I got a lot out of him. I got a lot. Uh, I can tell a lot uh, from interviewing and speaking with drivers for, I don't know, 30, 35 years. You can pick up on a lot in uh, in a short period of time. And Carson is the real deal. I know he made some uh, some big-time moves and some controversial stuff in the truck series. But you also got to look at it as that's what happens in NASCAR, uh, at least in the top three levels. I don't think you see Carson Hosevar do that in a late model, but that's the way life is in the truck series. And uh, it, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And I know at the end of the year there, it didn't work out for Carson Hosevar. But uh, I, I don't think I would blame him too much on that. And I wouldn't judge him by that. Uh, oh, I'll even look at the truck race at CTMP, the Silverado 250 weekend. Donald, how many times did we see uh, shenanigans, if you will, on the final turn coming yeah. to the checkered flag? Every year in that race, it was just different drivers each time. It didn't matter. It didn't matter who they were or experience level. That's what happens there. It's you got you basically got three chances on that last lap. And you don't want to do it in the first two chances because they're going to do it to you in your last chance. So, <laughs> you know, you're, you're a sitting duck if you're leading if somebody's a half a truck length off you at Mossport. It's same in the Pinty series or a lot of the other road race series there, too. Yeah. Well, it's baked right into the cake. You can guarantee it. We're going to hit our final break of the night when we come back off to the west coast of Canada. We're going. We're grabbing Corey Mears, driver of the 72 out there. We're going to shake them and find out what we get. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a couple of moments. Hey, race fans. This is James Hinchcliffe, and you are listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Iconic Games. 23 points for Stephen Curry. The Golden State Warriors have recaptured home court. One of the best players in the league requesting a trade. The Suns and the Heat are among the two teams Durant has on his wish list. And saying goodbye to one of the greatest players that ever lived. The passing of NBA legend Bill Russell today at the age of 88. If you missed our top 10 NBA stories of 2022 with Frank Isola and Mitch Lawrence, hear it anytime with the SXM app. Just search NBA Radio. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music. Influences. Collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. 
quick wick fire starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick wick fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight. This is just like the season's flying right now. Uh, so excited to get this next guest on. I've been chomping away at him for uh, about a month, maybe a month and a half. Uh, he has uh, He's one of those late model drivers that absolutely everybody has to keep their eyes glued on. If you're in the province of, uh, of B.C., you know the 72 quite well. His name is Corey Mears, and he joins us now on the hotline. What's going on there, Corey? How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully your volume stays at one level. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was with Chase. I had him on here just moments oh. ago, and the audio was going up and down, and I'm not touching a thing. I'm going, hmm, I've never had that happen. But uh, hey, technology, uh, it works sometimes really good, and then other times not so good. Absolutely. I hope it comes in well because we're, uh, we're kind of remote right now. I'm uh, with my wife vacationing in Tofino, B.C., uh, on the very co- uh, coast of west coast of uh Vancouver Island just got away for a few days. Yeah, I seen the picture yesterday. I was going, where the hell is he now? He's <laughs> got to be at an island somewhere, but on the west coast of Vancouver or uh, uh, around, yeah. Victoria. Right, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how warm is it today? Because I know it's frigid everywhere else in this country. I think it's actually above zero today. It's quite mild, so it's been really nice. Good you're, change. You're living right, Corey. You're living <laughs> right. You gotta be. Uh, how are the plans coming for you and the herd at the uh, 72 home? Not bad. It's been a slow start. Uh, I was away a lot out of the country and stuff for work, so I haven't had much shop time at all. But uh, we pulled the cover off the late model recently, and I had Daryl Crocker and Brandon Carlson come over and gave me their expert opinion on the car and. We assessed the damage that I sustained in the 200, and we got a bit of a game plan now. Got some parts ready to order up, and we'll get working on her. Now, uh, was there much structural damage, or was it a lot of, uh, I don't know, uh, not not cosmetic, maybe a little deeper than that, but uh, no real structural damage, Corey? No, it's definitely some cosmetic. I ran oh, over 150 laps with no front end on the car. We We had to make a tough decision in the race there to... Uh, take the zip wheel to the front end and cut the fenders off and the hood off and the uh, the nose off of it because there was just nothing left underneath to hold it. But um, 
I took a hit a little bit later, which basically in the end bent both my spindles and all the steering arms. But we, we just nursed it around and still took the checker. But all that stuff needs to be replaced. Well, that's how you get a 150 in a light model and a 150 in a modified, buddy. You just got two and one. Pretty much. That's right. Incredible. How about the kids? How's, uh, how's your daughter and your sons? Uh, how about their programs? Are they uh, picking away at it? And did they sustain any damage in the final races? I know... They got held up a wee bit. Uh, they, they, everybody was planning on racing, and then Mother Nature said, I don't think so. That's right. We did get rained out on our very last race. We were about halfway to Saratoga, and uh, we started seeing trailers coming the other direction and got on social media right away and found out the race had been canceled. So that was an early early end to our year. But uh, the CRX, it hasn't sustained any damage. It, that thing just keeps on ticking like a Swiss watch, and <laughs> it's ready to go. I mean, we'll give her once over, but Sarah will be ready to go in that car again, and the stock car took a beating. Uh, Brody finished third in points for the season. He had a phenomenal season in his rookie year, so we're pretty happy with that. No, good deal. That's the way, right? Uh, at the end of the year, if you can have some fun and you still got a little bit of hardware left, uh, that 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 is a bonus. How about uh, plans for twenty twenty four? What are you thinking? Whereabouts are you going to head? Do uh, you got much on the horizon that you've got cemented yet? We'll definitely run the Saratoga schedule. Uh, there's a four races there, like the Canada 200, the Battle of Black Creek, which is a doubleheader, uh, twin 25, 125 laps. Um, I'm hearing there's a West Car race, possibly like a doubleheader up at uh, Quinnell and Prince George. So we'll be looking at that. Um, maybe Pe- uh, Agassiz, you never know. Yeah, well, there's, I, lot, there's definitely lots of options. I've been hearing lots of good stuff on that West Coast. Nothing concrete yet, but uh, I, I believe there's some really good stuff in the works, as always. And uh, I know I want to get the guys from Westcar on. Um, I, I, I've been leaning on Trevor Siebert to get the lowdown on Penticton and yeah. find out what's happening there. Uh, they, they've all promised me within a couple of weeks, all the plans are going to come uh, in, into more clarity and we'll uh, be able to spill a bunch here. Yeah, with the West cars, I mean, and the BC late models, we've got about 40 of those cars in BC. So car count wise, it's a huge car count. So it's just a matter of getting the two series together. And, you know, we go up there and they come see us and away we go. Good car count. What's Quinnell like? I've never been there. What's it like as a speedway? I can't answer that. I've never been there myself. My brother has a house there, but I've never been there. (laughs) (laughs) You don't go visiting much. Well, you oh, visit no, he, your brother, but not the drive. Well, but he does have a house up there. But he lived up there for a number of years. So, Well, there's a, a lot of tracks that I haven't seen out in BC that I really want to get to. Agassiz, uh, Gold Pan Speedway, Williams Lake. Uh, there's a bunch of them out there that, uh, yeah. A, we don't cover enough. And B, I got to see these places. I do know that they just repaved Prince George, so I'd be looking forward to trying out that track. It's supposed to be really fast now. Um, but I think you should come out for the Canada 200 up to Saratoga. I tried, man. I tried pushing on those guys to uh, get race time radio out there. I wanted to come out and really hit it hard. Um, but it, it's got to be a joint effort, so to speak, in order sure. to make things happen. Uh, but I, I can tell you that is on my hit list. I'm working on them uh, to, to make something like that happen. That would be a hoot, and BC deserves it. It would be great to have you out there for sure and get the coverage and, and stuff. And we, we used to have it televised, and it wasn't televised last year, but it would be nice to have that coverage again. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Daryl Crocker and uh, just everybody that's out that way. Uh, we've made a lot of friends out there, and uh, uh, there, there's a pile of really good race teams that when you get them on the racetrack, the competition goes right through the roof. And I know I look forward to it. Uh, how is the sponsorship on your race car? Are you guys digging away at it, or is it a historical and they repeat? A couple of them are, have already uh, stepped up. You know, uh, Powerhouse, Recycled, Auto and Truck Parts, they've already, they're on board already for next year. Uh, sea Wings Express is always a big supporter of us. They've supported us for a number of years. Uh, Hatter King Real, Real Estate, uh, Bumper Bumper Auto Parts, all those guys support us really well and always come back on board for another season. Good deal. Social media. Uh, I know you're on it. Uh, how, how much emphasis does Team Mears put into social media? Do you guys put a lot of emphasis? Probably Brody and Sarah uh, are, are probably more on it than you are, but Am I wrong in that, Corey? I would say they might be on it more than us. Uh, probably Brody for sure. But I would think that I put the most emphasis on promoting, you know, our sponsors, our teams, what we're doing on a regular basis and, you know, race updates and things like that. And do whatever we can to support our, our supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that, right? That's uh, how it all gets going. How about simulator? Have you got a simulator that you guys go on that uh, you, you try and stay sharp on? I'm terrible on a simulator. Uh, <laughs> I'm an old guy. I, I'm terrible at it. Brody, he's on, he has a beautiful simulator. Uh, we put it together for him, him and I. And uh, he spends quite a bit of time on there. He does some late model races, you know, down in the States and stuff. And, and he works at Shockwave Motorsports, who manufactures high-end uh, simulators. And so uh, he's... He's pretty well versed on the sim. He's he's a bit of a shoe on there. How's Dave doing from Shockwave? I haven't talked to him in a while. How's he doing? He's doing great. Those guys are all heading down to uh, Tucson for this weekend for the Chili Willy. Oh, that's Brad Grant Carlson's going down, and Daryl Crocker and all those boys are going down there. Remember when there used to be an off season, Corey? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I look, look forward to the off season. Actually, did you? It's time to get Chili Willy. <laughs> Were what you... is that? Google that. <laughs> Whoa, there's Glenn. Glenn, fade away for about three minutes, and then we'll get you up here, okay? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Glenn Starr's coming up. He's finally landed, and he's back up in the country. Uh, we want to get him on there. But uh, have you been, or did you take any of the uh, chili bowl in, Corey? No, I didn't. I was um, just not available to watch it. So uh, Robbie Price was down there, though, sponsored yeah. by Saratoga. He ran the Chili Bowl. I want to say he advanced to the, uh, I think it was the F feature. Uh, he okay. just about did it, like uh, Robbie doing a really good job. You can yeah. go on his site and uh, pull the results, but I'll tell you what, he's the real deal. I got to meet him through you. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's can definitely wheel the car. Yeah, and Rob Layton down there with them. Uh, yeah. One big happy family, and uh, it, they really did. They got some good results. Between Glenn Styers and uh, Robbie Price, I, I believe they were the two high-performing Canadians. Yeah, they definitely represented down there, just like at the Open Wheel Showdown down in Las Vegas. I mean, the BC cars had a will be dominated down there. Oh, I shouldn't say we, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and bringing home the 50K, that was huge. Sure. Yeah, you want to believe it. Hey, I'm going to make a little bit of room here to get Glenn on because uh, he has been traveling, and I, 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 we got to talk to him after that uh, that uh, chili bowl. He had sure. a magnificent 
run at it, and uh, we genuinely appreciate the time with you. I want to get you when you are home, and I want to get Sarah and Brody on there too, so we can really needle you. <laughs> that sounds great, and I appreciate you having us on all the time. Sounds good, buddy. You have a safe trip, and uh, enjoy yourself. Thanks so much. You too. Watch, watch it doesn't start snowing there soon, though. <laughs> Probably on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one. Corey Mears, so. you want to believe it. Driver of the 72 from out there in BC. Dynamite job each and every year. Uh, you got to come out there, Donald, one time with me and see these guys go. I, I haven't been out to BC to any racetrack since we used to run in Vernon. Yeah. With the NASCAR Pinty Series. That was NASCAR a good Canadian track, Tigers. too, right? Beautiful facility. It was yeah. great. Miss going out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was always fun. Hey, look at this. I'm, I'm looking at my Zoom line, and I can see him. He usually drives the Zero car, and right now he's driving his car to head home. And I can well imagine Chantel's right beside him. What's going on, Glenn Styers? How you doing? Hi. <laughs> yeah, just cruising, just cruising home, Mom. Uh... <laughs> It was really cold in Tulsa, and uh, there were some flight delays because of the um, fuel trucks were frozen up. <laughs> they can't handle the cold weather there. Yeah, they're not Canadian like us. Uh, I'm happy they let you back into the country once again. Uh, you had a really, really good chili bowl this time around, buddy. Yeah, it was um, probably my best time there. Um, we got brand new cars, and... Um, the mechanic Kyle Cummins, he's a sprint car, uh, you know, driver of the year. He um, had a few years to drive these cars now, so his ability to set them up and get the car going good is a lot. You know, it's just a lot easier to drive now. What a wicked track, Glenn! This was the first year that I concentrated and watched night after night, race after race, and I wanted to really expand it out and take it in. And I did that this year. Uh, but one thing that I took away from it, that curb on the bottom of the racetrack was evil. And if you got yeah. up too high, that wall would just suck you right in and bite you. Yeah, these cars are um, really good if you stand on the gas and stay on the right side. And if you touch the wall and got back over on the left side, they'll flip. They're really, really soft on the left side and really, really firm on the right side blew my mind watching you in that race car uh you would come off i don't know whether it was turn two or turn four but you would stand on it and literally pick the front wheels right off the racetrack yeah it's um it's hard to keep that front end down they just keep uh uh the kind of the way they describe it is like driving a lawn dart it just it just goes all over the place and the guys that have a lot of experience they can float that front end a nice nice distance and not get it up too far and uh so they have this um this uh stumble valve on it and i left it on the whole time so that it didn't wasn't so zippy and it calmed the car down and um it wasn't doing that as much well you just about think with what i've seen it they're a little hard to steer when the front wheels aren't on the racetrack I was thinking, man, if I was with you down there, we'd be coming up with some sort of rudder that we could put down and dig into the dirt to sort of scoot you around. Uh, it was crazy. Well, the the rudder is in the right rear. And if you gas it, let it off, gas it, it just turns the front end. Ah. Right? So the harder you gas it, the more it turns. And, you know, it's just uh, it's hard to get used to 
40 laps. I think last year I did 40 laps. So, you know, in the last two years, you figure it's only like 200 laps. It's a, it's a lot. Um, and those guys race them year round. So it's hard to compete with that. Well, and it's hard to take everything in. Like you say, uh, with the short window, I couldn't believe those races were whipping off in like some in less than five minutes. Uh, it was, you know, yeah. done uh, from checkered to uh, or from green to checkered. It was uh, just amazing to watch. And they were only taking top three, top four, top five, uh, depending <laughs> yeah. on the race. And you got 10 to 12 cars in the race, if not more. Uh, if anything, if you just sneezed inside that race car, you weren't going to qualify. And that was a tough deal. 365 cars to qualify. That's crazy. Yeah, the um, that last race that I was in, and uh, I was in a good spot. I was running third, and I got hung up. I got hooked onto another car, and that just took me right out of the right out of the business. And circumstances beyond my control. It's just you got to avoid that stuff. But I was jumping around like a jumping bean here. Uh, thinking like they're they're screwing Glenn because uh, I don't know they're blaming you and the other guy that you were hooked up with for the guy that flipped that was behind you you couldn't have touched them and uh, how they put you guys to the back was above and beyond me when you go to the feature and you watch what happened with those guys where one guy actually took another one out and flipped them and was able to transfer on to the guy that flipped. Uh, he had to go on the trailer. It was uh, kind of crazy. Yeah, the rules there is if you stop on a track for any reason, unless it's for safety, uh, you're going to the back. So, yep. Yeah. You know, it's a good rule for everybody. But you didn't stop. No, my car can't I said, they stopped me, but. Yeah, I still stop, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if they stop you, imagine that. Uh, hey, I've got somebody you know with us tonight here. I got Donald Reinhardt with us. Uh, he's looking pretty good, Donald. Eh? Yeah, looking good, looking positive. Uh, hopefully, you're ready for Speed Weeks coming up. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, uh, you're supposed the... to be coming there, spawn for me. Uh, I hope so. I was hoping to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you bring the boys back from Wisconsin. The car's all prepared, ready to go, just waiting for you and I to fly in and Chantarelli. Yeah, yeah, they're um, they're getting the cars ready. Um, I got a car ready for his son, so we're gonna be down there with two uh, two cars. So again, hopefully, we'll have um, more uh, more success because they're learning me more. You know, I guarantee you're gonna have more success, Glenn. From what I've seen out of you this week. I can't wait to see what happens when you get back behind the wheel of a late model. Now, at Speed Weeks, of course, Volusia County's there, too. Uh, are you taking any kind of dirt presence with you? Are you going to stick to the asphalt, or what's the plan? Oh, no, I got um 360, uh, taking a 360 down. I'm racing with uh, Kenny Schrader and the UMP Modified. And um, I got myself a 410 car, too, so... <laughs> I'm going to find some high limit in World of Outlaw races. Imagine that. Glenn Steyer's going to look for a race. I imagine you're going to trip over one or two of them. Uh, can't wait <laughs> to see what happens. How about the midget now? Does that go back in the box until the Chili Bowl next year? Or do you got plans for it? So, 
so in Indiana in the, in the summer, there's uh, Indiana Speed Weeks, and there's uh, BC39 right in the infield of Indiana. And uh, so I'll go down there. It's a four-day show, but I'll just be there for Wednesday, Thursday. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, I just got to get more seat time in that midget. It's, again, really difficult to run. Well, keep the wheels on the track, damn it, and you'll do a whole lot better. I can guarantee it. But uh, you got Chantel helping you out. She'll be uh, she'll be going like this this time. I can guarantee it. What's oh, yeah. going on, kid? How you doing? Good. Did you hear me yelling on my uh, video? <laughs> you did a really good job. You you kept him in control, Chantel. Good job. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We have fun. Yeah, well, and that's the key. you got to have some good old competitive fun. And uh, Glenn Styers, you did a fantastic job this year. Uh, awesome, thanks. And it was a pleasure to watch. I know lots of Canadians uh, really had a good time watching you down there, buddy. Good job. All right, thanks a lot. You betcha. We're going to let Glenn Styers go because we're just about at the top of the hour, and we got to throw the keys back. To Sirius XM and Rev TV Canada, but Donald, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun working with Glenn. Uh, you'll have to go back and watch some of those races he did. It's it's always fun working with Glenn. Um, you're able to work with him. Um, we talk back and forth. We don't get at each other. Um, we learn from each other. We listen to each other. We push each other, and it shows. I mean, he picks up speed. Um, I've been to a bunch of the tracks before him with other series, so mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bit ahead of him so I can help guide him through and, you know, ho- yeah. hopefully it's a win-win for both of us. Um, we, we just want to have knowledge. We want to learn together and, you know, Glenn's willing to do it and Chantel's there keeping an eye on us, make sure we're doing what we're doing. Well, he's, she's got to be there to keep an eye on the two of you monkeys. Yeah. Guaranteed, guaranteed. No, too good. Uh, I, I am very honestly, genuinely excited uh, from what I've seen this week, I'm telling you, we got Glenn Styers back. And I mean that in a, in a very big way, uh, watching it, uh, how twitchy and how sensitive those midgets are at the Chili Bowl. Um, you take that and uh, put them now into a late model. It is going to be day and night different. I do believe. I do believe. We'll find out soon enough. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I guess we will. I think the twitchiness of those cars, um, you know, when he gets behind a big car, there's a little bit more balance, a little bit more wheel to put into it. But uh, it, he'll also be easier on the wheel, not as aggressive, Yeah, you know, trying to pull the wheel. So you, you get more feel out of the car. Well, and he's got 410. He's got a 410 coming up. Watch him in a yeah. 360 car. Uh, he's going to be in the uh, in NASCAR Canada. You're going to see him in a pro late model. Glenn Stars is in every everything that he can get into and race. And the uh, cool part is, you watch. He's going to start having results here. And uh, that, that that's going to be a cool thing. Yeah. To the auction. ReinhardtAuction.com, correct? Yeah. ReinhardtAuctions.com or ReinhardtAuctions.HighBid.com. Or don't be afraid to give us a call. You know, Sounds- We'll do what we can to help you out or guide you through it. Good deal. I uh, look forward to doing that. And thanks for jumping on. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, we'll get you back one of these nights. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. And say hi to your dad for us, will you? We'll and do. your mom. And your do. mom. Yeah, you want to yeah. believe it. Uh, we've got a good one lined up for you next week, too. Just so you know, ARCA testing was this week at Daytona. Uh, two days. Venturini at the top of the board. 
some really good uh, times and stuff. Of course, Caden Lapsovich is the crew chief. Second quick car. I believe it's the 55 Tony uh, is uh, who he's a crew chief for. Caden Lapsovich going to join us next week here live on Race Time Radio. Uh, we got a lot coming at you. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Got to thank Susie Q right here in the Race Time Radio studio for hooking us up. Got to thank Donald Reinhardt for jumping in and all of our guests as long as well as you for tuning in each and every week. We genuinely appreciate it. Get to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, and uh, don't forget, we'll catch you next week all live right here on Race Time Radio. Have a good one, everybody, and please be safe. Uh, winter's going to be over with soon. Be, care- be careful on those roads. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 